Welcome to the Stripe Show Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. We have a terrific episode coming your way as I sit down with Chad Coleman, hashtag Chad, as many of you know him, formerly oversaw the social media and brand partnerships for Callaway Golf, and now moving on to the next chapter of his life as a father and in the business world as the director of branded content in digital engagement at Dude Perfect. I thought this would be the perfect time to sit down with Chad as he relocates to Texas, look back at his seven years with Callaway Golf, the impact that he had in the industry through the social media space, and what just he might have in mind as he takes on his new role with one of the biggest and most recognized brands in social media dude perfect i hope you enjoy this episode of the stripe show podcast with social media guru chad coleman and joining me now is the man chad coleman hashtag chad as many of you know him out there in the social media world how you doing my friend travis doing well how are you buddy i'm doing well uh it's been too long uh for my days out there in carlsbad uh, running around with you guys I know. I feel like it's been forever since we've we've, we've touched up. How are, how are things in Florida? Everything's good uh, in Florida. And um, kids, family, I know you have a little one now. Congratulations. And um, Thank you, yeah. And, uh, and life itself and business itself is uh, moving forward for you. And I want to, um, I want to get into all that. And, uh, you know, a lot of my, my followers here and, and listeners, I'm sure, are aware of you and your success uh, in the golf space. Of course, you were formerly oversaw the social media and brand partnerships um, for Callaway. And it's interesting because, you know, all the times that we work together in my time at Callaway, I don't think I ever asked you this question. Uh, tell us a little bit of how you, how you actually landed that job at Callaway years ago. Oh, yeah, sure. So, um, you know, a lot of people ask me this um, you know, whether it's someone asking for like advice on how to get in the industry or whatever, I've gotten a lot of these questions over the, over the years. And, uh, you know, what I, what I always start out saying is a lot of, uh, like hard work and a lot of luck, which is, which is what the, the case was with me. Right. So like I breaking into the golf industry isn't, isn't necessarily the easiest thing, mm-hmm. you know, once you're, once you're in it, it's, it's great. But, um, from an outsider perspective or, or for my case, I was a year out of college, um, I had no idea how to get into the industry. I had no ties. I actually, my only in really was, you know, I was super fascinated with social media. I was working at a digital agency out of college where I was creating like social content for brands. And um, I I could, that was at the time when a lot of brands were outsourcing their social media to agencies. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of saw the trend of companies that were on the cusp of, realizing that they they didn't really need to to do have an have an agency run their social media they needed to bring that in-house because honestly like no one can speak to the culture of your company the way that someone who is ingrained in the culture can and so i think a lot of people were starting to realize that at that time that was nine years ago and so you know being just interested in social and golf you know my whole life i had i had uh you know just been keeping in touch with some uh, people in the industry over Twitter, 
Um, just talking golf with them back and forth, never had met any of them in real life, just kind of, uh, as a fan, I would engage with some people that I, that I saw on, on Twitter primarily. And, um, one of them was Ashley Mayo, who, uh, is now at golf.com mm-hmm. uh, at the time she was at golf digest. And I just kind of one day I was just thinking about, you know, how much I didn't love working at an agency. I didn't really love the agency life. Um, and I knew that I wanted, I knew that, I knew that there was a lot of opportunity in the golf, uh, golf industry for some innovation in the social space and in particular for golf equipment manufacturers. And, uh, nobody was really doing anything that crazy or innovative yet. And there's, there was just, I I felt like with my love for the game and my, my experience and my passion for social media, that it was, it would be a perfect fit. And so, um, really the way it happened was one day I just out of the blue, I sent her uh, a direct message, Ashley, Ashley Mayo. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Hey, I was like, I I don't want to be that guy, you know, like, um, you know, begging for a job or anything. I was like, I know you got a lot going on, but like, here's my resume. I just wanted to pass it along to you in case you ever hear of anything that opens in the industry that you think might be a good fit. Um, just please keep me in mind, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she called me like five minutes later and was like, hey, uh, she's like, I actually got a call from uh, Tim Buckman, a guy, the guy who hired me at Callaway. She was like, I got a call from him yesterday. They're looking for a social media person, uh, the first like in-house social media person at Callaway. And they've been looking to hire for uh, several months, but they just haven't found the right guy or, or you know, the right person. And she was like, I will, um, I'll, I'll put in a good, he called me yesterday and asked if I knew of anyone. And I said, uh, she said that she told him she doesn't really know of anyone, but she goes, um, this is good timing. Do you want me to put in a recommendation with them and send, and send, uh, send your resume their way? I was like, that would be amazing. And so she did. And a couple days later, I had a phone interview and about a week later, I flew out for an interview and I got the job offer at the end of my interview. And they said, can you be here in two weeks? all right let's go uh and it was it was kind of like that but i think um the what ended up getting me the job um that i i because i asked him later i said what 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 how did i stand apart from from any other people because i was a kid out of college in arkansas Mm -hmm. at that point with like maybe one year of experience at an agency but not much and it was, it was kind of going out on a limb for them to move me there and, and do this. And so I, I, I was like, what stood, to, stood apart? And he goes, well, he goes, the fact that, because the whole time from my, when I first got Tim's contact info uh, and had the phone interview, between that time and my in-person interview, I was sending him ideas. I was sending him, here's what I want to do. Here's what I think it should be here's how I want to shape Callaway's social media. Here's what I want the voice to be, the tone to be. Here are some ideas that can get us off the ground. And I literally like, my wife even was like, when I was doing all this, she was like, you need to, you need to slow down. You need to back off a little <laughs> bit. Like you're being like, you know, a little bit aggressive. And I was like, well, I was like, I honestly think that I had the feeling that Callaway was waiting for someone to tell them what they needed mm-hmm. because they didn't really know. Even Tim would admit he didn't know what they needed. None of them were social experts. They knew that they needed this position, but they didn't really know what, like, they didn't really know how, what it should be. Mm-hmm. And so I took that mentality of, you know, 
putting all these ideas on paper, sending them to him. And he goes, he goes, the fact that you did that in my mind knew that you were going to come in and you were going to do a great job and you were going to figure it out. And, you know, we wouldn't have to do a bunch of handholding and, and we could trust you to, um, to kind of run with this and you were super passionate about it. And so, um, you know, the, so there was the luck aspect of, I happened to reach out to Ashley Mayo on the day after she had a phone call with Tim about this position. And, and then there was the hard work aspect of it, of me really telling them why I needed this job. I was super persistent. I, you know, put everything on the line and uh, that ended up being the deciding factor. Yeah. And I think there's, there's probably even this is now fast forward, you know, six, seven years later, and there's still a lot of companies that are, wanting to be told what to do in the world of of social media and you have a real expertise at it you guys uh during your tenure there um at callaway of course you guys did a lot of cool projects a lot of neat things but if you had to kind of pinpoint one what was what was your favorite oh gosh that's a really good question i would say recency bias um the Steph Curry deal was one of my favorite passion projects at Callaway because really like, you know, the last couple of years at Callaway, I had expanded my role into taking on um, the kind of brand partnerships aspect. So that includes, you know, everyone from like, you know, an influencer level where it's like, Hey, let's do a, a partnership on, on one kind of activation and it's kind of a handshake deal. And it's just kind of like, let's have some fun with this to um, bigger, uh, broader scope, um, heavier investment kind of things like the Steph Curry deal. And so um, that was, that was one of my favorite things because I learned so much and mm. um, how to, I basically, um, you know, the, we had had a, I'd had a, I'd kept in touch with Steph because he came in to the, uh, to the ECPC, him and Andre to get fitted mm-hmm. um, like three years ago. And I met him there and we had just kind of kept in touch. I had, I'd taken care of Steph with new clubs and new equipment because he plays a lot. He plays competitively. He loves Callaway. I wanted to make sure that he had the latest and greatest. And um, there was no expectation on my end. It was more just like, hey, I want to. I just wanted to do in good faith. I wanted him to have a good experience with Callaway, and because I thought maybe eventually this will turn into something bigger. And and so uh, uh, around maybe April or May of this year, he came to us and he was like, hey, I'm getting more into golf. I'm doing, I'm hosting a PGA tour event in a couple of years. I'm, I have my own Under Armour golf line. I'm playing in, you know, web.com events here and there. I want to do more, you know, the Howard university thing, which came out. Yep. Um, he was, I'm, I'm doing more and I want to have a partner by my side in the equipment space to help me do this. And, and Callaway is my first pick because you guys have been good to me. We have the same values. We have, you know, we have very, very similar initiatives and, and goals in mind. And I want to do this with you guys. And so he came to us first because of basically because of that relationship that we had kind of, that I'd kind of kept going with him over, over the last couple of years. And so, mm-hmm. but then, you know, I had never dealt with anything on this scale in terms of writing a contract, uh, negotiating the terms, uh, the service days, the, yep. Uh, you know, all the little ins and outs of uh, a big kind of contract like that I'd never done. So it was a, it was eye opening, but also very rewarding. The day that that deal was signed was one of the most rewarding days of my professional career, just nice. because it was months, it was months in the, in, in, in the making. And part of that is because I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was really working hard to try to 
to try to figure it out and, and asking for help from people who had, had done stuff like this and our legal department, their legal department, you know, all of that kind of negotiating that has to go on with the language and the verbiage. And like, that was all new to me, but it was a fun challenge. And, you know, by the end of it, I had really learned a lot about how this, how a, a deal of this magnitude could take shape from, yeah. you know, there, there was the Howard University aspect of it, where we, we are the, Callaway was the equipment sponsor for the Howard University team that Steph wrote a, a seven figure check out of his own pocket to fund for five years. Wow. And so there was a, there was a philanthrop, uh, philanthropic aspect of it. There was, you know, a, you know, how do we use him uh, to market our clubs aspect of it? And how do we, the main idea was, how do we do all these things? You know, we told Steph from day one, he goes, our goal with you, Steph, is not to sell a million epic flash drivers. Our goal is to do something impactful and meaningful in the game of golf. And he threw his hands up in the air on a FaceTime and, and was like so happy to hear that because typically what he's, what he is, you know, doing in a, uh, in an endorsement deal is people are just trying to, it's yeah. very transactional in mm -hmm. nature. People are just trying to make a buck and, and they don't, they don't think about bigger pictures, things like that. And we do a lot of things that are straight up the gut selling products. Like we do a lot of that stuff. So we didn't really see this as necessarily something that, that had to be like that. You know, yeah. we, it could be a little bit different. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Steph Curry, you, you, you don't really want to pass judgment on someone until you actually meet him in person in life. But when you, from my point of view, I've never met Steph Curry. I've watched him on the basketball court. I've watched him in interviews. I've watched him on the golf course. And I mean, the guy just seems like an A plus stand up dude. And, and I think the sport, the game of basketball course is, is very fortunate to have someone like Steph come along and really transcend the sport. So is golf. Yeah. And, and so is golf. Yeah. I mean, in its own secondary way as his, his love for the game, you know, just quickly talk about, you know, his passion for the game and, and, and just really like try to give the, the, our listeners, like this guy can play. I mean, he, he is a, he's, oh my he's a very, very good player. Let's just say that uh, he has a knack for repeatable motions. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. Because watching him hit balls on a range and he just hits, the same shot perfectly over and over and over and it's unbelievable and he doesn't practice a lot i've never seen anything like it and yeah. i'm sure travis you have seen a lot of athletes and uh, from other sports play golf and you realize you can be a superstar athlete in something and really struggle at golf everyone yeah. struggles at golf steph struggles at golf but mm -hmm. it's on a different scale right yeah. like first i'll say that i've never met a nicer more humble more down-to-earth person than steph he's always been incredibly thoughtful mm -hmm. thankful and nice and i can't like literally can't stress enough how how truly like awesome he is mm -hmm. as a person just he cares about you he genuinely cares about other people yeah when you're when you're having a conversation with you he'll look you in the eye and he'll sit there and he'll, he'll ask you questions he'll talk to you he's he's not looking to get away and go go do something else and he's got a million people nagging at him at all times and he'll give you the time of day and he, it's it's so it was so eye-opening to me and his passion for the game goes beyond anything I've ever seen from a professional athlete. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, he's one of the, maybe the only person on the planet that is a superstar caliber athlete who is also this good at golf. Yeah. Like he's, it's, it's, it's different than say, if we were to try to do something with LeBron James, right. Yeah. So say, say LeBron likes golf, but he's not any good at it. And he doesn't really, he just likes to play on his downtime a partnership like that wouldn't have really done anything. 
the the reason that what made this right was that Steph is so invested in golf and growing the game for particularly underserved and under uh, underprivileged youth and minorities. Yep. And so that was a big initiative for Callaway as well. How do we make the game more accessible to um, to those people? And utilizing Steph's platform with our content abilities was the perfect matchup there. And he's uh, you know he's he's an incredible player. He de- uh, dedicates so much of his time. I mean, he literally wrote a seven-figure check out of his own pocket wow. to fund the Howard University Division One golf team for five years with the goal of, you know, after five years, it becomes self-sustaining. And that means hiring a coach, paying the coach's salary, doing, you know, all of the um, recruiting and, you know, obviously the equipment aspect from us. And like, there's the scholarships and like everything that goes into it. Steph wasn't getting anything out of it other than he wanted to help that team. He wanted to help Mm -hmm. the school. He wanted to do something good in golf. And that's genuinely where where his heart is and where it came from. There was no ulterior motive there. And for someone to write a, a check that big just to do something that is that is, is genuinely just a good thing for, for golf is, is pretty, pretty incredible. And that just shows a testament to um, his character. Yeah. It's great that the sport, you know, can attract people like Steph Curry and he'll be around for a long time having an impact. Uh, not only basketball, but Absolutely. I think for, for the future, you know, probably a much longer period of time in the game of golf. Let's go let's go uh, a bit more macro now and as it relates to golf and content creation. I see you out there in social media a lot. You're um, interacting and I'm sure looking outside of golf as well. How, how do you think the industry right now of golf stacks up, say, against other sports or leagues at this point? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I think, um, you know, golf is very different from other leagues and things because it's an individual sport, right? Yeah. So like, if you look at, you know, teams, so like the Cowboys or an NFL team or a MLB team or whatever, those are team fan bases that people can get, can get passionate about. And, you know, from a, from Callaway golf perspective, we're just a brand, right? Like we're, we're a brand selling products. So it's a little bit different. Um, and also every player is on the PGA tour is trying to, to grow, you know, or most of them are taking concerted effort into trying to grow their own brand because that mm-hmm. makes them more valuable to and attractive to sponsors and, and that sort of thing. So it's, it's a way more individual, um, sport from that, from that, from a social perspective, um, because players are, you know, they're responsible for, for building their own brands mm-hmm. because, they don't, you know, it's not like they're part of, uh, you know, a team or anything like that necessarily. Um, so it's, it totally is a, a, a different perspective, um, which is, which is kind of cool. You know, yeah. it's, it's cool to see people embrace it and um, to see players try to, you know, find new ways to interact with fans on a, that's very natural. You see a lot of players and, and I think, I think consumers and golfers now are, way more social savvy than than they ever have been Mm -hmm. so it's very easy for people to sniff out when a player has their agent running their social handles for example or whatever versus like the personal touch whereas a good example of that would be phil mickelson i Mm -hmm. mean it's very clear that uh he does most of um most of his stuff his social content himself mostly because who else could think of the things that he does (laughs) yeah yeah for sure i mean it's it is interesting to watch how each player 
goes about their social media and then just even how the professional leagues, the PGA tour versus the European tour um, and just mm-hmm. how the different handles um, and just all the way down to the, uh, to the vendors and influencers. I mean, you know, social media of course is here, it's here to stay and um, it has a major impact and you've been having a big impact with your role over the last uh six years at Callaway and as we as we move this conversation into kind of your new endeavor I mean what do you if I had to ask you what's the what's the one thing you think you're going to miss the most about the golf industry on a daily basis um probably tinkering with clubs (laughs) yeah (laughs) I uh when I first started at Callaway I was like had no knowledge about how different shafts or like different properties of clubs could help my game i just really was a consumer where i'd just buy it off the rack and go play and um having the uh access to um be able to you know go to work and and if i want to tinker with my driver shaft and cut it a half inch short because i think in my head that it's going to help me hit it straighter but really it's probably not it's just something that's in my head mm-hmm. um that is a very very real disease that that happens as uh, as you spend time in the golf industry um sometimes to a fault because uh, if I hit a bad shot, I'm like, Oh, it's gotta be uh, my, my, my specs are off, you know, it's gotta be something with that. So uh, it, it's a blessing and a curse, but uh, you know, it was nice to be able to, um, you know, to be able to tinker and, and have all of that kind of readily available uh, at any given day. <laughs> yep. The Stripe Show podcast brought to you by Encore Golf, best in class golf balls fueled by state of the art innovation they have the holiday deal of the year. Go to EncoreGolf.com slash holiday promo to make someone's holiday and golf game a whole lot better. All right, we're gonna we're flipping the switch here. We're going to the three word game. You ready for this? Oh, the three word game. Yeah, the three Love word it. game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say name, team, a phrase, something. Something's gonna come out of my mouth, and you're gonna respond naturally with no more than three words. Okay. Could Got be it. one word. Could be that simple, okay. but no more than three. All right, so no more than three. Okay. Yeah, so we're gonna. So the first one, Phil Mickelson. Calves like Adonis. <laughs> calves <laughs> like Adonis. How's that? Now, of course, you've you've probably known about his calves for uh, for quite some time. I mean, the rest of the world was just kind of introduced to them here as of the last year. I tell you what, I was a little caught off guard too because every time I've been around him, he's always wearing he's always wearing pants at an ad shoot or whatever it has been. So I was also a little caught off guard. All right, next They're one. Impressive. Next one, Chris Harrison. In love with golf. Mm. I guess that's four words. Sorry, we can but make... he is in love with golf. Now you're a big fan of The Bachelor, right? I mean, that's love it. Yeah. Yes, Chris yeah. Harrison's an awesome guy too. It's funny he. He loves he loves golf so much. He whenever they shoot Bachelor in Paradise uh, in Mexico, he stays. At, I forgot what course it is. It's like a resort course in Mexico, and literally he hires a caddy for the summer. Wow. And any any time he's not like needed on set, he's playing golf <laughs> at, that, awesome. at that course. I, I knew he was a golfer, but I didn't realize that he was that in love with it. That's oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. That's good to know. All right, next one. This might cut a little deep, but I'm going to go there. Arkansas Razorback football. Oh my God! <laughs> Let's go with um, dumpster fire, her dumpster fire tornado. It could only be How's two. That? It could only be two. Use four in the last one. That's fine. So dumpster fire. I think that is uh, fairly 
uh, accurate two two and ten this year, zero and eight in the SEC. Moving on. Yeah. Moving thanks on. For the, thanks for reminding yeah. me about that. Yeah. Well, you got to go through those days, and then That's you true. know there's better parts ahead. So next one here, maybe. Uh, Harry Arnett. Harry Arnett, unfiltered, brilliant leader. Yeah. That is what truly encapsulates Harry Arnett. He's he, I've never met anyone like him. Mm-hmm. He is, uh, he's been a, a very big mentor to me um, throughout my, my career, and, and I have a, a ton of respect and admiration for him. And um, he's the most brilliant person I've ever worked, worked, aside, worked, you know, worked mm-hmm. for. And he's, he has very compelling visions about everything and a very uh, compelling point of view. But he also is a great leader in the sense that he trusts you to do your job Mm. and he's not going to micromanage you. He's going to, he's going to give you the tools that you need to, um, to succeed and to, to do what you do best. And he's not going to get in your way. And he also cusses a lot. So there you go. (laughs) Okay. So, and what the hell is he doing now? I mean, I just get these little, you know, coded (laughs) captions and pictures and like, like, okay, Harry, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I honestly don't even fully know the scope of it i think the reason that you know he's he's starting his own company it's something that he's yep. been very very passionate about doing for for years and years now and he finally got to the point where he's like if there's ever going to be a time for me to do this now's the time and you know it's i have no doubt in my mind that it's going to succeed uh the company's called municipal mm-hmm. um he's got a he's put he's putting together they have a small team right now but it's a, a very smart smart team and um i have no doubt that they're going to yeah. do uh, brilliant things and it'll be really fun to watch I think you know it's a it's sort of like a lifestyle um, apparel kind of company I don't that's that probably doesn't truly describe what it is but that's mm-hmm. kind of what I can gather um, with a very unique um, they have a very unique proposition and a unique stance and I think that they're a little ways away from launching anything so they're kind of playing it coy on purpose right now because yeah. they got to get their ducks in a row right. um, and you know it's never easy starting a company from scratch anyway so um but yeah it'll be fun to see to see where that goes because you know he's he's uh anything that he he puts his his brain behind will uh will surely be a good good thing all right two more here in the three word game dad life dad life rewarding exhausting (laughs) fulfilling that about what do you what do you think about that yeah i'll I'll agree uh, i'll agree with uh all three of those. And of course you have uh, one child. It doesn't matter, but how many you have. And um, it is, uh, it's, it's certainly the greatest reward you could, you could ever imagine. And it's um, absolutely, there's no manual for it. And all you have to do is just get in and, and, and be a dad and, and go for it. Right. (laughs) All right. Last one, your golf game, my golf game. Let's go. Wipey chunky and inconsistent <laughs> you got any fixes you got any fixes for that Travis? wipey chunky inconsistent yeah now, now i I've will say the, though i've heard those three in its own phrase but together <laughs> that's interesting there's a lot of stuff i will say it, it's it's weird how my handicap now is at the lowest it's ever been i think i'm at 4.8 and mm. I haven't even been playing that much, especially since having LMA, like when you become a dad, like obviously, uh, you know, a lot of your extra time that you would spend practicing or whatever is, 
is now spent changing diapers and um, that sort of thing. But for whatever reason, I'm like, have been playing better. And uh, I don't know, uh, that's typically not how that works. Well, Well, sometimes it is, you know, I think when you don't play and then you play, you get the expectations go down and you'd free will a little bit more. And that tends to. Yeah. And like, I, I think about my golf swing a lot. Like you think, uh, yeah. And like, I, even if I'm not playing, I'm, I'm maybe like watching videos about it and thinking like, what can I try? What can I do better? My technique, like all that kind of thing. So like, I don't know how much that actually plays into it, but I, I do think about my swing a lot so that whenever I, I do play, I can make sure I'm kind of working on those things that I decided that I needed to work on. And, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, you know, sometimes it pans out, sometimes it doesn't. All right. You've passed the free word game. Now we're moving into the next chapter of, uh, of your life, of your career. I understand you're, you're now fully moved, uh, into the greater Dallas area there in, uh, Texas as uh, you have been hired as the director of Branded content and digital engagement for Dude Perfect. Congrats! Thank you. Yes, yeah. it's been uh, it's it's been a. I tell you what, this last month has been one of the uh, well, probably the craziest, um, most exhausting, busiest mm-hmm. kind of uh, time of, of our lives, really, because everything has kind of come together so quickly, and we the way that things came together, and when I when I talk to them about what we wanted to do together and I knew that it was a, a right uh, it was the right thing to do at this time for me and there's a lot of uh, a lot of upside and potential and um, I love these guys they're they're brilliant obviously the their content speaks for itself and but like having you know moving your family across the country and there's a million things to do to, to get that going we've been without our belongings for two weeks because it's been on the moving truck mm-hmm. and we are officially residents of McKinney, Texas now. Right. Uh, we wanted to kind of get, we wanted, when everything kind of happened, we were like, well, we could either wait it out here in California until after Christmas and then do it, or we can just bite the bullet and hustle and try to get everything done and get there before Christmas because we're going on a vacation uh, for Christmas with my family to Breckenridge. Okay. And we wanted to kind of get settled before that that way we could be here and start the new year already settled in and not have to worry about anything so we really uh did everything on a very uh very short timetable but you know it's been you know like i said it was it was a very very tough decision to leave callaway because it's my dream job honestly it was i've i've had i have nothing but good things to say about the company every single day that i worked there i was excited to get up and go into work and it was a uh, very rewarding and gave me a lot of opportunities and it's really tough to leave a job like that. You know, like it's, it's, there was a uh, bunch of times whenever I would kind of sit there and be like, do I really want to leave this? <laughs> but like when you, when you look at everything that encapsulates what I'm going to be doing now with Dude perfect and the opportunities that I'll have um, to grow and both, you know, in my career and, for us to kind of grow our family and we're back closer to home to friends and family now. And there's, you know, a lot more things to think about that factor into the equation. Now it just made sense, you know? So um, I'm really, really excited and I have a, cu- a couple weeks off right now. I start officially on, on Monday, this coming Monday. So um, it'll be good to it'll be good to get back in the saddle and get going. Yeah, with I'm, I'm curious with these guys, you know, what, what did the interview process look like? Did you have to like, 
go through a battle where like you had to make four consecutive three pointers and then and then <laughs> and then clear a four foot high jump and then follow that up with you know shooting a deer or I mean like what <laughs> like what, 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 what how, how did that go Luckily, no trick shots were involved <laughs> yeah. in the interview process uh, because uh, if that were the case, I probably wouldn't have gotten the job. Uh, no, it's, it's, you know, we, Callaway did a, we did a couple of videos with Dude Perfect several years ago. One was with Jamie Sedlowski, long drive trick shots, and then um, we did another one as well. So I've, I've kept in touch with those guys over the years. And um, Cody, uh, the tall guy, yep. Cody Jones, mm-hmm. um, me and him have, have stayed in touch and, he, you know, has, he'll, he kind of reached out to me from time to time over the last couple of years, kind of hinting like, Hey, like, I want you to join our team. We love what you do. Um, you know, there's a lot of opportunities and that, and we've kind of always just kind of laughed it off or shrugged it off as like, uh, not, not serious kind of thing. Um, because, you know, I, it was just kind of one of those things that we were just kind of, kind of said in passing. And he actually reached out to me again recently and i guess it was late october and he called me and he was like hey uh he's like i wanted to talk to you like we're really serious about this we are at max capacity right now they're still a very small team it's basically still just those five guys and a couple video editors and uh you know they they're blowing up like crazy and they just they they needed some help they needed and they needed a very strategic person in this position because they needed someone who could come in and, and make a big impact from the social perspective, from the brand partnerships perspective and how they work with uh, athletes, celebrities and brands on their videos and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I had, you know, the the qualifications for that position that they were looking for. And so, um, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. They, Cody, Cody has been doing the social media this whole time as like an afterthought to his actual job, which is, you know, all the other things they've got going, they've got a tour now, like every summer they're going on tours and selling out um, arenas and doing live shows. And that's not to mention all the YouTube content they're creating. They have, you know, 10 million Instagram followers, 20 million Facebook fans, 47 million YouTube subscribers, and a couple million on TikTok already. And so they're, they're blowing up and it's, it, it was crazy when I talked and I was like, wait, I was like, you're doing this as like your side thing. <laughs> yeah. Like that is, that's bizarre. Like, like it's, it's crazy that they were, they've been able to, um, to do that all this time. And so the more we got to talking about it, the, you know, the, I kind of laid out my vision for what I would want to do there and how I thought that I could help and make an impact. And we came to, you know, an agreement on that and, um, everything just kind of lined up and it just made too much sense. Yeah. You know? Well, like you mentioned, I mean, they're, you know, for our listeners, just to give this complete context, they, you know, dude, perfect is one of the biggest and most recognized brands in social media. You threw some numbers, 10 million Instagram followers. You add their personal pages into it. It's over 15 million. Um, yeah. I mean, the number that just is overwhelming to me is the 47 million YouTube subscribers. I, I did the math. That's, like forty six million nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and I think ninety six now more than me. Um, I mean, those are just those numbers are just it's just crazy. I mean, really, like to it's it's hard to fathom, it honestly. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's just overwhelming when you 
you, you throw those kind of numbers around and they're, and they're really, and I've got to know them over the last year. Um, they're huge golf nuts. I mean, Tyler, Cody and Garrett, they absolutely love the sport. The twins, um, they, Kobe and Corey, they, they picked up the sports uh, a few years ago. Um, and if you follow them on Instagram, you've seen, they've, you know, they were inside the ropes with tiger, uh, at the players last year. Um, they're really good buddies, uh, with John Rahm, who of course is playing terrific golf right now. Um, and when they were out there on the tour, you mentioned it's the, the pound at noggin tour. I mean, every possible moment they had off, I mean, every moment they were away from what they needed to do, they're playing golf. I mean, I saw them at, I saw them at the rib Mirrorfield, Liberty national apply. I mean, the list was yeah when i was when i was talking to cody about their summer tour last year i go are you sure it was a dude perfect tour <laughs> exactly. or, and it wasn't like a golf tour yeah. but yeah they're 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 incredibly passionate about golf especially tyler um and they do they do a lot of things you know with your wife amber yeah. um at the pga tour and so you know the pga of america is is moving into town in frisco and so they're you know they're it's that was another uh, exci- uh, compelling aspect of for me was that I would still be you know have a have a, a foot in the golf industry yeah. if you will and also be able to you know um, expand my horizons and other other areas of sports and um, kind of be a part of something on a, a much bigger scale that yeah. was exciting for me and um, to be able to kind of dabble in all those things yeah. you know you know they um, when they were here for the players. Um, I played a couple rounds with them and have been working with them a little bit um, on their own personal games, uh, long distance. And uh, Tyler is now drawing it, which is cool. I mean, he was always kind of, you know, kind of a fade off to the right. Now he's, he's drawing. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So it's cool. So Kobe really, Kobe's really into it. And I would say at this point probably is the most improved over the last um, year. And um and they're all like when you when you play with them, you know, they're great to play with, but they're very competitive. As you can imagine, they're always competing, you know, on their on their videos. So oh, of um, they're always competing, but they're very good students as well. So it's it's they're they're just good dudes. And um, and you'll fit, uh, I'm sure, right, right in with them and uh, everything that they've got going on. So let's finish up here with a few questions kind of pertaining to your new role here. Um with dude perfect and we talked about the success you had um content creation with callaway in the golf space i mean how how do you think what you were doing there immediately translates now into your new role with with these guys the dudes yeah well i think you know uh cody the one thing that cody told me when i was talking to him was you know that he was like i he was like i the most the most compelling part of this, this, this idea from his perspective was that he would have someone coming in who he knows is going to have, you know, world-class like social media and photography aspect of it. And, and all of that kind of thing. Like he goes, he was like, I'm the, you know, I'm excited that like with you, you know, we've been following your work for a long time and we know that, um, you know, we're not gonna have to worry about it. Like I can hand over everything, to you on day one and I'm not going to be standing over your shoulder. I'm not going to be um, telling you what to do because I know, you know what to do and, and uh, you know, we're just going to let you go with it. And so the one thing that I've always valued in my professional career is the ability to have that freedom, right? So like not being micromanaged and ability to experiment. I mean, sure. I, I did a, I did a lot of 
things wrong at Callaway over the years, but it was trial and error. Mm-hmm. If it let's let's try something new because nobody else is. And if it works, great. If not, who cares? We're on to the next yeah. one. And so having that ability to have trust in in someone and, and be able to go with things versus like, you know, having to get tweets approved by five different people before they go out. Like those days are long gone. And so that's one of the things that I value the most. And I think one of the things that helped me succeed in my time at Callaway was that, um, was that I was able to, that I was able to do that and have that freedom and I'll have that same amount of freedom here, which is very attractive to me. And um, you know, like I said, it's, it's exciting to be able to learn new things and manage a much bigger audience and a different demographic and, um, you know, be involved in, in much bigger and broader projects as opposed to being kind of, um, you know, on a smaller scale working on like kind of one particular thing. Um, so that's really what excites me too, is, is all the, the different possibilities and um, different experiences that I'll be, be able to have here. Yeah. And the, and the headquarters that they have there is just, yeah, it doesn't no, suck. It doesn't suck. I mean, it is amazing, really. When you <laughs> it, it, it blew my mind. I, I've 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 obviously seen it on videos and stuff, but um, I went in uh, to meet everyone uh, last week and say hey to everyone and pick up a, a couple things. And um, they were Cody was taking me on a tour, and I was like, my goodness, this is even cooler yeah. than it looks on any of the videos. I mean, they've got. A state-of-the-art workout facility and a golf simulator and a humongous uh, putting green and a full-size basketball court and a football field and yeah, um, you know anything and everything that you need to be creative and do amazing things. And so they, they, you know, it's really cool to see that they they recognize that and they set up an environment to where um, they could be creative and everyone on that team can just come to work and 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 be creative and, and you know not be limited or hindered by anything and so they they took a you know a big investment in creating a space to do that in and it's um definitely obviously paid off for them and so i'm excited yeah it's a it's an amazing place and uh the i mean the basketball court when you say it's a it's a full-length basketball court we're talking it's a full-length basketball court and yeah uh, i mean everything they do is uh is top of the line i'll tell you a quick story real quick just we were talking about how you know big dude perfect is and how recognized they are with some of the numbers when they were here and they were following golf and they were inside the ropes and um i i was walking with them just a little bit i would kind of meet up with them here and there uh, as they were going around and i come to the conclusion by the end of the day um at the players championship that the only person more recognized than dude perfect was tiger woods that was it (laughs) <laughs> wow yeah i mean i mean they i mean the, i'm not talking like the golfers themselves that that the only person that was more recognized that day was tiger woods i mean those guys literally couldn't go anywhere i mean they were um they, there was a crowd following them once they knew they were there everywhere it was just it was amazing to watch it's, and, it's insane yeah. and like i'm just i'm just now starting i i haven't gotten the full like uh glimpse and uh to just exactly how crazy it is their their fans and their following but i've gotten a little bit a little glimpse in, into it the last couple of weeks and it's it's blowing my mind i mean they're you know they their fan base is incredibly passionate it's incredibly big and um you know they're they're obviously doing something right yeah. and i'm you know it's exciting to to come in and, and be a part of something that's such you know a, a massive movement you know 
Well, their uh, year two is uh, their tour this year, the Pound It Noggin Tour. Um, I see they're uh, they're going to be heading to Jacksonville here, in my backyard. I, I anticipate you'll be on. The, oh. I'm sure you'll be on the bus with them. Is that part of your job description? Yeah, we'll we'll find out. It's funny. I've been uh, I've had a lot of people ask me about that uh, since I announced that I was taking this job, and um, I haven't really I haven't really talked to them much about um, about that yet. But I would assume that I'll be on on most most if not all of those those stops. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to we'll have to tee it up, Travis. Yeah, when you come through here, we'll uh, we'll connect. We'll get a couple groups. I'll have you out to uh, Jacksonville Golf and Country Club and. Um, We'll, Love it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tee it up and, and have a couple of drinks. I, I appreciate um, your time, Chad. Um, no surprise, all the success that you're having. Um, congratulations on everything. And more importantly, congratulations on, uh, on being a father. You know, you always say like your kids are the cutest, right? Like I always say like, you know, my two kids, you know, my five-year-old, my four-year-old, like these are the cutest kids in the world. But my wife and I have come to the conclusion that you have the cutest kid on the planet. <laughs> oh well thank you yes that's that's exactly right I, I always think that because it's my kid but I think that's every everyone would say yeah. that but yeah she's she's definitely uh she's definitely got a little personality and um luckily uh her looks take out take after her mother so um I'm already uh I'm already dreading the day whenever uh she starts she starts dating because it's gonna yes. be uh, for full-on protect his dad yeah. mode, I can already feel well. It. Just wait till she turns four, like my daughter, and and everything, uh, and the and the voice starts, and and they start putting words together, and then they really start bossing you around, and they really start. Oh yeah, they really start pulling at the strings of your heart. It's just painful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, Chad. Thanks again. Uh, thanks for coming on the Stripe Show, and we'll we'll see you soon. All right, thanks, Travis. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Stripe Show podcast. I'm Travis Fulton. We'll see you next time.